Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. Hi, and welcome back. Uh, my name is Sheldon McLeod. This is uh, Thinking Out Loud. This is my spot at the Saltwire Network to share thoughts and interviews and conversations and discussions. And again, very grateful for all of you who listen and pay attention uh, and who send me emails to the positive or the negative. That's all part of this business. And uh, there was a cartoon strip that up until this past week, uh, you could have been in, uh, quite, uh, well, would have been available to you at saltwire.com and the Chronicle Herald. And that was the Dilbert cartoon. I'm not sure how closely you're following this, uh, but the artist behind that strip, Scott Adams, uh, said uh, rather a few, uh, a few rather outrageous things on his podcast over the weekend. And, uh, well, the Penguin House, uh, Random House dropped him uh, as an author. Many newspapers across North America have canceled uh, his strip. And that all puts us into this position of, um, or at least for me, was what would Michael D. Adder do? And when it comes to editorial cartoonists, uh, their job is to promote or provoke or to make us think, uh, which is a totally different beast than uh, Dilbert and Scott Adams. And uh, Michael D. Adder joins the conversation. Mr. D. Adder, so nice to see you again. How have you been? Good. How have you been? Uh, surviving it. Uh, and I got to say that, that when I saw what was happening with Scott Adams, I thought I, I would reach out to you and, and get your take. What? As this was shaking out, as people were looking at this and saying, what the hell's wrong with this fella? Why is he saying what he's saying? What what went through Michael Deatter's mind? Uh, went, through, went through my mind was, why didn't this happen sooner? Because uh, Scott Adams has been saying crazy stuff since pretty much uh, Donald Trump came along in 2016. Uh, that's... So, so what's the difference between uh, freedom of speech, freedom of expression, and freedom from consequences? Uh, there's a lot of difference. Uh, freedom of speech doesn't mean you have freedom from consequences. Um, and uh, I just don't know what to say about Scott Adams because uh, I, I'm not a fan of Dilbert. I'm not a fan of the guy. I think... Yeah. He's said tremendously uh, appalling things forever. I'm not sure why he wasn't on anybody's radar before this. Mm -hmm. um, he is a total Trumper, a total uh, anti-democratic uh, uh, conspiracy theorist and white supremacist. Uh, he's uh, he knows how to play the game and not I thought up until now not get canceled because he was on the edge razor's edge forever and nobody seemed to care you know they ran Dilbert in their newspapers and just paid him no never mind and um, uh, he seemed to be able to surf uh, 
you know, the ocean of what's appropriate, not appropriate, or at least get away with it. And um, I don't know why he didn't fall in the ocean before now, but it, but anyways, he did. And um, he deserves it. And, and he's saying that this is censorship and it's not, it's a, he, there's a vast difference between what I do and what he does. Uh, I work, even though I'm under contract, I work directly with editors in the newspaper uh, drawing political stuff. He does not do political stuff, uh, or at least uh, it, it very rarely does Dilbert tackle uh, politics. And when he did, it was, it was somewhat appalling. Um, so the surprise for me is that uh, he, he wasn't canceled like three years ago. Uh, not that he got canceled now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I stand. Well, and maybe that's the difference that uh, the work he was producing uh, was not in, in the same way inflammatory as the language he was using outside of that world or environment. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can't separate the artist from the art uh, completely. You know, uh, you know, he was putting out a product that uh, that you know passed muster, but on the behind the scenes, he was uh, clearly one of the biggest lunatic conspiracy theorists out there, and felt that. Um, uh, white people were getting a raw deal in life, you know, when clearly the opposite is true. Um, So it's a very difficult thing for me to talk about because um, uh, it's another cartoonist, you know, it has elements of freedom of expression, but then again, it doesn't also. The papers he worked for, worked with, were clients, and clients have every right to not run your work for whatever reason they deem appropriate. And uh, his words were inappropriate times fifty. Yeah, and and I think uh, for him to say, well, you know, it was hyperbole. There's a lot of that going on, and I don't think anyone would deny that it's very easy to obtain a certain audience and maybe even a very large audience by saying things that are we used to say dog whistles but might sort of might be pandering to a certain demographic or expressing a view that might not be seen as mainstream so it's appealing to a group of people who feel like they are outsiders if you know what i mean yeah well he he, i think he um he liked you know donald trump came along and opened the floodgates of of inappropriate uh, conversation, you know what I mean? Or that's not a good way of putting it. Hmm. I remember when Donald Trump was coming along and he was saying what he was saying, and people said that uh, this was just going to make uh, racists feel empowered. You know, the president of the United States uh, is saying appalling things. That means I can say appalling things, and he and uh, and he and, he, and Scott Adams did. And if, if I'm not so sure that um, if there was no Twitter, if if we would still be running Scott Adams, he 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 felt uh, empowered to say these things because 
other people were saying these things and con the conservative, uh, the alt-right conservative side felt the freedom to express uh, intolerable views. And it all goes back to Donald Trump. And um, ironically enough, that's when Scott Adams started behaving the way he's been behaving. And uh, Elon Musk was quick to jump to his defense, if you will, saying now people are racist towards whites and, and Asians. I'm not asking you to weigh in on Twitter, but that's a place where you spend a lot of time. You've had quite a following on social media uh, and the differences in the platforms. I actually see sometimes the opposite where uh, the more intolerant or more outrageous things are being said by people in the comments on Facebook, at least on Twitter, they'll attack me directly as opposed to attacking, attacking my character. Uh, and maybe that's different for you. I don't know. Uh, they, they attack my character too. They attack me every which way, but loose on Twitter. Uh, and, and it's gotten worse with uh, Elon Musk's ownership, a lot worse. Mm -hmm. Uh, all you have to do is, is, is in Canada, uh, suddenly since Elon Musk has taken over Canadian Twitter or Canadians on Twitter, uh, are, are, are acting like, uh, the, the crazy, the crazy conspiracy theorists down the States, um, they're no different now. It's there's no border on Twitter as far as conspiracy theorists and and white supremacists and right and you know I, this is a direct result from new ownership. And the idea of cancel culture, there's been some pushback. I see folks talking about it and uh, comedian Ricky Gervais who says, why should anyone expect to be able to go through life without someone saying something that they find offensive, which does fly in the face of, you know, what a lot of people feel is that I can be offended by what you say and I can be offended on the behalf of the other people that, that might not even look like me. Well, you know, Ricky Gervais and I have a similar job. I, every day I set out, I don't set out to offend people, but uh, I do set out to push the envelope. And in pushing the envelope, uh, you're going to end up offending someone. Uh, every cartoon, I uh, probably every cartoon I've ever drawn, being a political cartoonist, has offended somebody at some point. And, and probably I've, even my supporters, because of my job, I've probably have offended them at least once or twice or maybe a half dozen times in my career. You know, I, 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 I draw what I like. So I'm, <laughs> I'm the only person I haven't offended. Well, uh, Mike Dieter, it's thanks for wading into this conversation. Uh, he is award-winning. He is uh, obviously featured at uh, Chronicle Herald, other saltwater publications, uh, newspapers across North America. Uh, anything else you want to add before we wrap this up? Well, I'd like to contradict what I just said and say even I've offended myself, I think. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that's about, um, no, that's about it. It's a difficult subject for me, you know, or it's a difficult subject for cartoonists because, you know, we could all find ourselves in a similar place. Now, I'll, I won't, I won't find myself in the Scott Adams place. I certainly hope not. If I did, it would be from being ignorant, not being uh, 
a jerk, or at least I hope so. <laughs> Have you ever really fully discussed what happened with the papers in New Brunswick when it came to that editorial cartoon about Donald Trump? Uh, do you mean with the Irvings? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, they don't own no, the paper. No. They don't own the paper anymore. So, no, I know. No, nobody's ever talked to me about it, and they, I, I doubt they ever will. I, I, you know, if, if I saw anybody uh, at an uh, at an event of some type, which in our industry that happens, uh, I doubt they'd even come and talk to me, and I doubt I'd even go talk to them. I, you know, it's just one of those things. Right. Well, again, uh, thanks for the work that you do. Thanks for spending a little bit of time talking about it with me. And uh, I understand there's that tightrope. That's it's a fine line. It's something that uh, who knows who who among us might end up on the other side of that at some point. Who, anyways, uh, Mike Deatter, appreciate this, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Sorry for the slow start. Difficult subject. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.